What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Another beautiful day outside with the sun beaming. Um, I will say, make sure you put some sunscreen on. If you're going out, make sure you're drinking water. It's getting kind of humid out there with all this rain that we've had. But it is beautiful to have the sun out every day. Um, with that being said, now that uh, we're moving forward into the next month of June, hopefully we're getting that one step closer to uh, opening up the gym doors here in Arcola. Um, if you haven't heard, we're in phase three, which a lot of things got to open up and restaurants get to do outdoor dining, what, however that works. Um, but we're, uh, we got high hopes and hopefully this will move forward from now on and, uh, we can get back to our, uh, regular schedule. Um, if you're in or around the areas that are, uh, being, um, occupied by rioters and protesters, please be weary of your surroundings. If they're protesting, join them. Let them know how you feel. If they're rioting, get the hell out of there. It's not where you want to be. Um, yeah, let's just get into today's episode. Nice, short, and sweet. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Take One to Give One podcast. As you all know, I said I was going to put an interview out this week. My interview fell through, um, but not because of a bad thing, because of a good thing. Uh, they ended up getting a super fight matchup and had to go to Dallas and were just too busy. So hopefully I'll get that interview um, this following week. I'm still going to try to get an interview out to you guys this week. I just haven't quite selected who is going to be the first interview. Um but I will get one out to you guys soon, I promise. That being said, like I said before, it is June. So that that calls for the closing of our May month, which if you don't remember or haven't been listening, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And to close out that month, I just wanted to go back and um, cover one of, one of the things that I think um, – bugged me the most and affected me the most uh growing up and um just kind of affected me should i say it's something people don't really um think about on a day-to-day basis but um the thing i wanted to cover today was uh, stigma and shout out to uh, submit the stigma real quick if you go to submit the stigma.com uh check out their stuff they got nice to uh, stories that people have submitted Maybe you can relate to it. Maybe you are in a similar situation and they can think about how uh, how you might be able to overcome some of those obstacles. But getting right back into it, um, a stigma kind of makes you, you know, it makes all of us feel like we are or could be in the wrong. You know, a stigma is something that sticks with you even when you're not thinking about it. And it keeps us quiet at times. Um. And now more than ever, you probably shouldn't stay quiet. You should let your feelings known. And, um, you know, if people don't accept you for those feelings, then maybe you're with the wrong crowd. I mean, I'm not saying that your feelings are correct, but I'm just saying 
you know, if you get them out there, maybe they'll correct your feelings or you can correct theirs and you can uh, kind of understand each other better and get those those things out there. You know, it, it causes uh, judgment within ourselves. You know, those stigmas that we uh, attach to our um, past, you know, present or, you know, what you may think is your future. Uh, it's it's how you feel no matter what anyone thinks, no matter what anyone knows or how good you feel. Like no one will understand those stigmas unless you're able to, you know, bring, bring them out and talk about them. Like me, um, growing up, I was, a, I was a very angry person, not, not so much violent. I tried not to be too violent. I did get in fights and stuff. Obviously I wasn't the, the best role model growing up, but I had a very big chip on my shoulder because I was Brown. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't like, like I said before, I don't like using the race card. It's not my thing because I've overcome a lot of things that, that everyone told me, told me that I was not going to be able to do. Um, you know, I went to college, I graduated high school. I, I was one of the first people in my whole family to go to college and graduate college. Um, I own a business. I, you know, ha I have great friends that are, you know, in positions that, you know, I never thought I would even come close to. So, you know, with that being said, that the stigma with me was I just thought I was always going to fail and I always kept quiet and I didn't try anything big. I never, I never reached for my goals and dreams until I was, you know, in, until I, I don't, I don't know, just figured out how to believe in myself. But it, it took me a long time, way longer than I wanted, you know, I could be, who knows where I would be, you know, if I had understood those things early on but sometimes those stigmas could just be you have you know you were in a wrong crowd and you did something with a group of people and you end up getting in trouble uh you go to jail and you have a criminal record for something stupid like i don't know you jaywalked at the wrong time with the wrong group you got put in jail because it was past curfew i don't know just something crazy like that, or you, I don't know, you smashed a pumpkin, you egged a car, you got jail time because that cop wasn't in a good mood that day, and you went to jail, right? Those things will stick with you because now you're going to be like, oh, I got a criminal record. I'm never going to get a job. I'm never going to be able to move forward. Everyone's always going to think that I'm this bad person, you know, and those things, you know, yeah, people may look at your record as far as an employer and be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can hire a convicted criminal, you know, but talk, you know, let people know, Hey, that's not me. This is what happened. And, and they might not even know it's something petty like that. You know, um, unfortunately the way society works, you know, a lot of people don't care, but, um, I'm here to tell you there are people that do care. I didn't make it where I'm at by myself, by any means. I confided in people. I trusted them. I was let down a bunch of times, but I found out who was on my side and I found out, you know, how, how to make things work when I had nothing and no one. Um, 
I just, I want people out there to know that if you have a story about yourself or someone you know, and you just want to tell that story, you can tell it through me, or you can just tell me. I will let you know, you know, any kind of answer that you would like from any kind of question or part of that story. Um, my outlook on life now compared to back when I was just engulfed by that, by that thought process was, is, I mean, it's night and day. I, I wouldn't even talk, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. You know, I wouldn't be able to focus long enough without getting mad at something and, um, you know, just freaking out for no reason. I wouldn't have any friends. I'd be, I'd be pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad off right now. Um, but as I was saying, you know, with, with stigmas, you kind of get put in a place of, I don't know, like sorrow and just neglect. You, you try to neglect your own thoughts because of a predetermined outcome that you have in your head. You know, whether it be because of you had a suicidal thought at one point or you, you know, just made a mistake. You know, you, you, maybe you were a bad person. You just didn't understand. And all of a sudden you're like, well, what have I been doing my whole life? Look at this. It's like, I've been that, that person. I've been that guy. You know, you don't have to be that anymore. I'm letting you free of that. All right. We all tell jokes, you know, yeah. Um, some jokes are very inappropriate. Uh, and you know, know what to say and what you shouldn't say. And if it's, if it's bad enough that you're like, oh man, I can't say that in a, in a full crowd. And it's probably something you shouldn't say. Right. Um, I'm guilty of that just as well as, you know, 90% of the human race. But, you know, there's a time and place for everything and you have to know, you know, when those times are, um, you know, with me, uh, I've always, I was always told I wasn't going to make it, uh, anywhere. Basically I was going to work at the Libman broom factory, which for those of you who don't live around this area, Libman's is the most predominant, um, factory in Arcola. It's the biggest thing we have in Arcola. And it's where 90% of the population around here work, um, that work factory jobs, that is. And, you know, I didn't want that to be my life. I have countless family members there and I see what they do and I see how hard they work for, you know, basically nothing. You know, in, in my eyes, it's nothing. And, you know, they're not happy. You know, I, I just didn't want that to be my life. And I thought that's what it was going to be. I, I believed that because, you know, like I said, I just didn't think I was going to get anywhere in life and I hadn't even lived yet. You know, I'm still, I'm, I'm 33 years old right now and I still don't think I've lived yet, but I didn't look at it that way before. Um, so for all you guys out there, you know, struggling with any kind of, uh, you know, mental block or any kind of bad thought about yourself just let it go whatever it is that was bugging you if that's how you felt let that be and move forward 
there's no there's no reason to stick with those things. There's no reason to stay sad, mad, or upset at yourself for something that you haven't even done yet. You know, and if you did it in the past and you're ready to change that, prove it to yourself by not thinking about it anymore. Put it in the past and it's gone. You can't go back. You can't change things that you've done. You can't change things that you've said. You can apologize and you can move forward. That's it. I've learned that the hard way and I hope you learn it too, whether it's hard or easy. It's it's time to move forward. <clears throat> Next, I just wanted to say um, for the people at um, Submit the Stigma, uh, thank you for everything that you've done. You know, I'm going to tag them in this. Um, thank you for being there for you know the countless members that have joined you, um, for the people that have been able to tell their stories through you, and for you to give them a platform to uh, speak on what you know what their lives have been like and what what they've gone through. Um, with you know with platforms like that, it's it's easier for a person to find themselves. Um, you know, relieved because they can get something off their chest because not everyone wants to talk to just anyone. Um, sometimes the people that they care about and love the most are the people that they feel that stigma about. Like they're like, oh, this person will never believe this or never trust me because of this. <laughs> and it's, excuse me, and it's what, you know, it's something that's very important for not just you know, a jiu-jitsu community, but for any community to have, you should always be able to go somewhere and tell somebody, you know, how you feel. Because that's how you um, get rid of those burdens. Now, with Submit the, uh, Submit the Stigma, they, um, you know, like their title says, they celebrate the vulnerability, courage, and open conversation about mental health and mental illnesses. You can always go on there and uh, contact them through email at submitthestigma at gmail.com. Uh, you can be featured if you'd like to. <clears throat> if not, you can always send your story in, and they actually will change up all the names. So you can go in there, and you'll never, you know, you'll never be mentioned. It'll never be on there for anyone else to see, as far as with your name. And you know, you can stay anonymous and still get your story heard. Um, shout out to Erin Hurl. Um, she's a black belt in jiu-jitsu who came up, um, you know, a couple of different gyms. Honestly, she went through, I believe she was at Marcellus for a little bit. She got her black belt with, uh, Cabrinha, which is, uh, uh, Ruben's Charles, Ruben Charles, I believe. And, uh, you know, back when she started, um, this some of the stigma i was i was relatively new at jiu-jitsu so i didn't um as far as a com competition scene so i didn't know much about her or this company and she um she has uh anxiety disorder adhd and you know the one that affects most of us in the united states if not the rest of the world uh depression you know not a lot of people can get the confidence to tell their story, let alone make a platform 
and open themselves up to the world so that other people can get that um, relief as well. And uh, I applaud her for, you know, making that choice and giving everybody the chance to feel, you know, that, that change and relief if they get their, you know, stories out there. Um, you know, you can go on there and see her story. It's, it's, you know, obviously it's not going to be a pretty story, but it's, it's motivational and it's, you know, it's important to, to hear her out because you might not be going through something as bad as she did and still feel the same way. So, you know, everyone's story is different. Everyone's level of concern is never going to be the same. So your story may not be as crazy as hers, but it's just as important. And I want, you know, for everyone to be able to get that out there if they need to. Like I said, today was not going to be anything crazy. It's more of a wrap-up of May for the mental health awareness. And, you know, just let you know that I'm going to get that interview out um, sometime this week. If not by this weekend, I will have it next week for sure, 100%. Um, and again, if you want to be on here in an interview, shout, send me a message. I'm willing to interview anybody. You know, and again, it doesn't have to be necessarily about jiu-jitsu. It can be anything. So don't feel like you don't want to come on because you have nothing to um, contribute as far as jiu-jitsu goes. I just, I just like learning about people. I like learning what makes people tick, how people, you know, think and who they are. I just, everyone's different, like I said. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just keep moving forward. <laughs> That's all I really can say. Um, we will um, we'll get back on here. I think I'm going to try to get that interview set up for possibly tomorrow. So look for that tomorrow or Sunday. And again, I'm trying to make it a, a you know an interesting one for the first one. So I'm trying to get you know the ball rolling on that. So keep an eye out, you know, short and sweet, like I said. Um, enjoy your weather, enjoy your day, and as always, thank you for giving or taking that one chance. Mm-hmm.